ever since that movie was released in 1990, I have seen every conceivable variation of what I call ghosting. This could be guy on girl, girl on guy, the hilarious guy on guy. <laughs> Good morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Ben, what is, what is, what would, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> the fact that I'm, I know that people are watching us t- be ridiculous. Uh, um, I don't, I didn't really have a question to be honest with you. Uh, have you ever done pottery, I guess? <laughs> I have actually. Uh, you, you've been close to New Mexico and I'm, I'm assuming at some point you went to Santa Fe. So, you know, you know, no one gets out of Santa Fe without making pots. Mm-hmm. I have been to Santa Fe, but I also I was an art major, so um, oh, I took pottery. Right. How do I always forget this? <laughs> because now I'm a nerd who does computers for a living. Um, so I did pottery to in be high fair, school. I think you were a nerd back then too, probably. I've always been a nerd. I did pottery in high school. Um, I did a pottery class in college. Okay. Um, did you ever was... throw off the hump? Uh. I did not throw off the hump. Um, okay. So you're not an advanced, you're maybe an intermediate. Mm-hmm. I don't actually know what that term means. Um, I'm so assuming that's fine. it's made up for the show. No, I think it's a real thing. Um, throw off the hump. <laughs> Googling it. Yeah, throwing off the hump. What, there you I, go. what does this even mean? Hump day. Throwing small forms of the hump off the hump. I throw off the hump. Ceramic school. That See, now we're like basically just sentences. emulating Jeff Winger. Um, I mean, based on the Jeff performance, Jeff's performance in this show, we kind of have been doing this the whole time. Of like, but what is this? Hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. I know. Yes. Sorry. I do know uh, what throwing off the hump is. Have you uh, I've never done it? done it. Okay. No, I have never done it. Um, okay. So, you know, you, you learn something from this episode as a, as a inner, maybe beginner to intermediate um, uh, uh, pottery, pottery guy. Uh, so, yeah, um, no, I, I did. Um, I did pottery um, in college um, and also high school. All my pots in high school really sucked. Uh, okay. You know, you make a lot of ashtrays um sure like the that joke you, you didn't really, make any yeah that joke really resonated with me because like you know in beginner level pottery it's like technically it holds enough it's it it holds its contents well enough to be an ashtray so congratulations you did it but um, you didn't make any working fountains with a bird on them uh, I did not. It was before I came to Portland, so I did not put birds on anything. I see. Yeah, you um, got to put a lot of birds on things here. It's it's wild just knowing how many birds are on everything. But, you know, you kind of get used to it over time. And then you go other places and you're like, but wait, where are all the birds on things? Right. Um, I, I've made several bowls and several mugs. And okay. um, uh, some mugs I still use. Uh, I, I graduated from college like uh, 11 years ago, and I still use some of those mugs. So 
Look at that. Th- that means you made them with the uh, the long haul involved. Mm-hmm. Without I, throwing off the hump. Without, th- you know, sometimes I guess it's just an advanced te- technique you didn't need to use. I, I've also made a few like mugs through some guided workshops before. Okay. I feel like I, I had some art classes in, in um, you know, high school, middle school, etc. Um, I am not good with my hands generally, and that holds true uh, with pottery. I don't have a single thing that I potted, potteried. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know how one potteries, uh, how one verbs pottery, except I mm-hmm. think you just did. <laughs> yeah sometimes you just got to do it and see what works and then see what doesn't work which is mostly what i say right so um but yeah so i've done i've done uh quite a lot of pottery actually and um so th- this episode speaks to you in it, a way it speaks to me in a lot of ways um Did, ha- have you ever sailed i have never sailed um Never been Never on a in boat? my life. Uh, I've been on speedboats. Okay. Um, and I've See, been I on a ferry is... to cross the Puget Sound. That's important. But I do think that you and I have different... Uh, in, it, we're, we're opposites in this case. You've done a lot of pottery. I've done a little bit of pottery. You've done a slight amount of being on a boat. I've been on a And you lot were of a boats. sailing major. <laughs> I was... <laughs> Uh, no, like I, uh, uh, as, as I believe I've mentioned on this podcast or previous podcast, I'm, uh, uh, my family, a lot of my family lives in Alaska. So I've been mm-hmm. on quite a few boats up there fishing for halibut. Um, I've been on a boat in the Caribbean, uh, Caribbean, however you say that. I don't really, you know, it's, it's the same thing. It's just said a couple different ways. Uh, I've been on boats, uh, a lot of places and, uh, yeah, I've, I've done a lot of boating, although n- no jibs or, or sales for me, mostly motors, really. Yes, uh, I did make the handle separately for mugs. Um, it's a whole thing. Um, I hated, I hated doing handles, honestly. So like mugs were. I liked the end product, but I'm like, oh, now I got to do handles. Bleh. Um, I, I, I like the. Can we just make this mug morning Greendale where we just talk about mugs? I'm into it. I'm going to run out of topics to ask about. I'm going to need some audience participation on this one. Audience precipitation. Precipitation, exactly. That's what you catch in the mugs. Yes. (laughs) Um, Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I I like playing chicken with a live audience. Excellent. So we've got a pottery expert and a sailing expert on this podcast. Um, You may be overstating it. A slight bit. So this episode should be perfect. Um, Let's talk about Community Season 1, Episode 19, Beginner Pottery. Uh, It starts... Oh, go ahead. What? Mm -hmm. Huh? I was excited to jump in and talk about Britta and Shirley. It starts in the study room. Britta and Shirley, as Mike pointed out. (laughs) I'm so excited. Britta asks Shirley why she took the bus, and we find out it's because her ex needed the van, and so she gave it to him, and so now she has to take the bus in, yeah. and it's a whole thing. 
she also learned what Cinemax is up to after hours and canceled it. She had it for Eddie Murphy movies, not stimulation. You know, we I I'm just gonna say we all gotta find stimulation somewhere. I mean, in these days, in these troubled times, um, I do want to point out that uh, Shirley's ex-husband needs the uh, the minivan because his girlfriend needs it because she works in a club an hour from the city. Yes. So not only is it just, it's not even like, oh, my husband, my ex-husband needed it to like do something for the boys. It was like, uh, he's taking his stripper girlfriend to go to work. Right. So... You know, um, and, big and Shirley, Shirley points out that kind people are always kind, not just when it's easy. Jeff comes in and he is talking about it. It's the time in the semester again where we find the best blow off class. This time, and, Jeff has done his research. He is prepared. None, no more of this seizing the day bull crap. Yeah, because Annie regrets li- seizing the day and won't ever do it again. I mean, you know, seizing the day is not for everyone. It's true. I'm just going to say that. I mean, you can only have so many birthday cakes in the morning. Uh, speak for yourself, my friend. <laughs> well, I'm just saying my limit is five. So, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. Five, we, we have five not... a day or five a week? Like, is it a weekday breakfast chat? Weekday breakfast is birthday cake? My weekday breakfast is birthday cake, as we all know. And then uh-huh. it's pancakes on the weekends. Um, amazing. So, uh, yeah, Jeff has done his research. He has found the pottery class where it is such a blow off class. You get an art credit for participation. You right. don't you even don't have, have to, to make try in this one. You do not need to make a good pot. In fact, I I I just love the fact that even the professor knows it's easy. This is oh, something yes. later on, but the professor knows it's easy. I mean, you know, I think the, you have to have that self uh, understanding of like, look, I'm a pottery teacher. I get it. I'm you know I'm an art teacher doing a gen ed. I get it. People are going to come in here and try to blow it off. We'll see the the difference is that like when so when i was in high school you would take the art classes because they were blow the lo, the entry level art classes because right. they were blow off classes you had to show up trust me you i had know a to, lot of people that did uh chorus and didn't realize it wasn't a blow off class you got to work uh-huh so you you show up and you just you make some pots and it's fine and you know you get at least a b you know even you, you don't even have to try that hard at my right. college, to get into any of the art classes, it was you, you had to be part of the art program. You had to at least have a minor or be going for a minor in art specifically to avoid this. And I right. think a lot of art teachers, if you're in that former category, they're like, yeah, I know what this is. And then in the latter category, it's like, nope. You had to you had to do a whole portfolio to get in in this class. Sure, you yeah. had to you had to bust your butt. I don't need to pretend like this is easy, and it's a huge difference. And clearly, this is the the former. This is, the, this is definitely the former. Uh, mm-hmm. There is, seems to be no it, it with the way that Jeff refers to it as Jeff Winger's pick for blow off class of the semester. Uh, it definitely feels like the former. Pierce comes in and he's like, 
guess what class I just signed up for? He is dressed to the nines in a captain's outfit. Mm-hmm. Abed points out that the nearest body of water is two and a half hours away. Ben, I have a question for you as a Colorado yes. man. Mm-hmm. Is that accurate in any way? I mean, if you are just sailing on like a lake or something, um, sure. I mean, my hometown had a big reservoir uh, that you could like boat and swim in, which okay. seems like seems like a weird thing to do. And, you know, the drinking water, but that's fine. You know, <laughs> you um. do what you can. <laughs> so, so is, but my, my, I guess my main question is in Colorado, is there a place that's two and a half hours away from any body of water that you could put a boat in? Like a boat, like the SS nose candy. Hmm. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe in like the Denver metro area, maybe there's just not many places i mean like i said my my hometown was like you you drive up into the mountains for like 10 minutes and you could you could put a boat on that lake that'd be fine um a lot of people do maybe in like the denver area um yeah are you looking at google maps right now is that i mean i'm not really looking at google maps i'm doing a lot of research about where greendale is particularly um but yeah it seems odd that they're they're you know, I would think that Colorado would have lakes and things like that that you could sail on. Um, and I'm thinking you you mentioned Denver. I'm like, is it a su- is Greendale then a suburb of Denver? And that could that make sense? I know well, it's not real. I know it's not real. Don't get me wrong. So it uh, Britta's area code is 303, which puts her origin, her cell phone's origin, in the Denver metro area. Okay. So. Uh, and also because I I was doing a whole bit on Twitter today where I was comparing community characters to Smash Brothers characters, um, <laughs> I, saw that. That was I happened to be on the community wiki that suggests, and I don't know where this information was gleaned from, that Annie's uh, place of birth is Denver, Colorado. So, okay, so it's assumed that this is at least it, Denver adjacent. It's it's somewhere around Denver. Okay. Um yes. So I've pulled open uh some for whatever reason on Security Self Storage blog, there are four best boating spots around Denver. One is 70 miles from Denver. One is 14 miles the Cherry Creek Reservoir. Um oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There is one longer away, a 94 mile from town drive to Lake Granby. And then a 23 miles to Chatfield Reservoir. So I don't feel like this is correct. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, if you're like, going full ocean, it's way more than two oh, and a half way hours. way more than two and a half. You, I mean, I I stopped in Denver on my way out from when moving across country. It was not two and a half hours to anywhere that had, you know, a good amount of water. You'd be stuck in probably still Colorado at that point. I like how you brought up Colorado for once. It's about time. I literally have in my notes... Ask Ben if this is correct. Because <laughs> you are the resident color. The moment we have a Virginia show where I can talk about Southwest Virginia, I will talk about Southwest Virginia. Shows that take place in <laughs> Virginia. And, and and we're not talking North, Northern Virginia where like the FBI and stuff. So it's even more difficult. So, not, so Criminal Minds and Quantico, those are out. Probably not. Homeland I, I, I don't out. know a lot about Nova. I'll just put it that way. Okay. Yeah. A Christmas Kiss, 
What is this? Oh. This is a movie. Uh, it's free on YouTube. Oh, there Let's you go. Let's do a podcast about that. All um, right. We're, we're... <laughs> so uh. anyways, uh, yes, Pierce has signed up to do a sailing class. Um, okay. Richmond. Yeah, I, I, I could I could I could do Richmond. We'd okay. have uh, Stacy on a lot because she knows Richmond better than I do. Bonus episode where we talk about the the presumably Christmas movie, uh, the Christmas Kiss. <laughs> let's let's put a dollar amount on it so we <laughs> so if we don't reach it, we don't have to do it. Similar to the Titanic, which has a uh, which w- which we'll get to in this episode as well. Yeah, it Boy, definitely does look like a, it does look like a Hallmark <laughs> Christmas special. Uh, hey, it, it was looks- filmed on location in Richmond. I'll talk about it, man. So yes. Uh, also, it looks worse than a Hallmark Christmas because it aired on the Ion Television Network, which I've never heard of before. Beautiful. So Pierce is taking this sailing class, and he suggests that people come take it with him. Um, they're going to do sailing in the parking lot. It's mm-hmm. just it's practice sailing. Yeah, it's a, a one week lot. intensive. It seems interesting. Um, um, and so we kind of split up from there. Britta, Shirley, and Troy go with Pierce, and Annie and Abed go with Jeff. And thus, as always, we come to the study room to get the plot points of the episode laid out ahead of us. Um, and this see how be, people will split up. This should be the Chekhov's study room because it is where all the plot points get laid out. I don't know if that's how that works. We know we've made the Chekhov joke a lot. We don't fire the study room in the third act. It's no, it's named setup. after Chekhov. It's, it's oh, I see. It, it's an homage to the ah, gun. I gotcha. Okay, it's an homage to the gun. Shirley was also. I do like she was. She says that she was going to take a class on how to set up an online dating site profile. I was going to take a class on how to put together an online dating profile, but I think sailing in the parking lot is less pathetic. As a former person using a dating site, I have to agree. Um, <laughs> Sailing in a parking lot would have been more fun than being on OkCupid. Okay uh, more fun, but it is, it, is it more or less pathetic? It would, it would have been less pathetic, and I would have had probably a better chance to get some action that way. That's fair. Because you all, you all have to you work together and, and right. learn. And, and I'm sure after class, there's like going mm-hmm. back to the bar and having mm-hmm. a beer and talking about, oh, that, that jerk teacher threw us a storm when we were, we were mm-hmm. already a, adrift. And we have been recording for half an hour and we are still in the study room. So we go to pottery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my first to be fair, is- we've only in the, the actual podcast for like 20 minutes. <laughs> My first note is Jeff is being cool. He comes yeah, in he's and schmoozing. he's he's yeah, he's schmoozing. He's he's joking around with all the ladies in class because that's his Jeff Winger style. Yep. And um, he's winging it. He's winging it. And he's like, yeah, let's participate this thing. And they sit down to start doing some pottery. And there's a real cool, handsome dude that Jeff immediately hates. Yeah, it, his name is Rich. He is played by Greg Cromer. Um, from what I could tell on his IMDb, he is a character actor, but he's quite good. I was hoping he was going to be in The Christmas Kiss so that I there was a tie I do tie-in. not believe he was, <laughs> um, but I can do a quick double check. I did not realize I did not do my research on A Christmas Kiss, uh, so I wasn't ready for <laughs> this uh, this today, but that's fine. 
if if he was in a Christmas kiss, that will have been the uh, mm-hmm. he was not. It would have been the moonshot of a decade. Most recently, he has been uh, a recurring character on the TV show Better Things, which seems to have been on FX. Excellent. A Christmas Kiss is a uh, 2011 American television romance film directed by John Stimson and starring Elizabeth Rome, Laura Breckenridge, and Brendan Fair. Written in blah, 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 uh, the film is about an aspiring interior designer who has a chance encounter with a handsome stranger with whom she shares an impulsive romantic kiss in an elevator. Later, she discovers that he is the wealthy socialite boyfriend of her callous and domineering employer. While decorating and preparing his home for an upcoming holiday charity fundraiser, they get to know each other, and soon he must decide which woman holds the key to his future happiness. Filmed on location in Richmond, Virginia, A Christmas Kiss first aired on December 11th, 2011 on the Ion Television Network. (laughs) There you go. I did not realize we were going back to A Christmas Kiss more details on it this is my new passion uh <laughs> anyways yes this this cool guy I can't say that just expect to keep going <laughs> forward without without me just just oh my god this cool guy is oh uh, we find out his name is rich um he's oh, a man. real handsome dude who's really good at pottery we also get introduced to the pottery professor mm-hmm. who I don't know if we ever get a name for. He so I is... looked it I looked it up and there is a name for him on the wiki, but I do not think it came up in the episode at all. So I'm not sure where it got it. Uh Marion Holly. Okay. Um he is of course played by Tony Hale, National Treasure. National Treasure. I do love me some Tony Hale from mm-hmm, uh uh buster bluth from arrested development he he welcomes his precious blueberries to the class yeah he is straight up hippie art professor like if you'd ever if you ever wanted to use the term hippie dippy this is kind of it this is it what's funny is i've taken a lot of art classes and all my hippie professors have been science teachers and philosophy professors that's it no i think that makes sense Tony Hale, uh, whose character name I've already forgotten, uh, (laughs) says that there is only one rule in his class. I will not tolerate the recreation of the scene from the Patrick Swayze movie Ghost. No girl on guy, no guy on girl, not the hilarious guy on guy. You can't do it earnestly. You can't do it ironically. None, none none. whatsoever. (laughs) If zero I hear, ghost tolerance policy. If you so much as hum three notes of that song, I will come at you with everything I got. So put a pin in that one. That feels like a Chekhov's gun. Chekhov's ghost? Chekhov's pottery. Yes. He, he also refers to this act as ghosting, which now has a much different meaning. Yes. Um, but, you know. I bet th- Jeff knows them both. I, I bet Jeff does know them both. Yes. Based on the fa- the names of the people in his phone. So they are making some pottery. And uh, as uh, as Matt in the chat said, cue up the Annie Edison gif seen around the world. Right. It's it's time for her <laughs> phallic pot. Yep. She's uh, sort of stroking this this phallic pot. And they're like, 
what are you making? She's like, to be fair, I don't think they said anything. Oh no, they did. Yeah. But they were mm-hmm. mostly just staring like, okay. Uh huh. And then she's like, a vase. And, uh, it's, it's something. It's, it's such a funny, funny line. It's fun. It's just a funny sight. There's so much funny in this, this pottery nonsense. It's so good. The uh, rich, the handsome guy, he makes a very magnificent vase. Mm-hmm. Jeff has goofed around on his phone and is jealous about uh, Rich's gift. Outside in the parking lot, uh, they are prepping for this sailing class and Pierce is trying to christen the ship, uh, but he just cannot smash this bottle. Yeah, it's intimidating. We're in Pierce's world now. He's got all the boat clothes. Look at him christen. That would mean I would have broken the bottle. The professor whose name I did not catch. Uh, Slaughter. Okay. That's what I thought, but I'm like, it also sounds like Slater. And am I am I mixing this up? But yes. It's weird that they give you such a surprisingly close name in this show. I don't know why they did it, but they did it. Uh, do you happen to have who this guy is played by? Yes, I do. There is a lot here. It's Lee okay. Majors. Uh, he was the $6 million man. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was also apparently the inspiration for Midnight Train to Georgia. Excellent. Uh, he is a super famous guy, like in the 70s and 60s and 70s and like 80s. I think he was in, So I think it was the Fall Guys or something like that. Yeah, uh, big name. He was in. Yeah, he's a big name. This is the big name here. Um. But yeah, he 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 was he was in a lot of uh, shows in the seventies and eighties. That's why we know him. We know Tony Hale better because we weren't around then. But yeah, uh, he is a big name. He says that you will succeed or fail together. Uh, he gives this whole speech about how the parking lot is the ocean. Anything that falls in the ocean is just gone forever. And then he immediately makes Shirley the captain for no discernible reason. Maybe he just knows. Maybe he's got a gift for finding Mm -hmm. the best captain or making captains out of people. I mean, when you, when you've been stationed aboard the SS nose candy for this long, professor slaughter just knows what to do. I do have to assume that like, you know, so sort of going back to like the blow off class thing, like <laughs> okay. somebody somebody shows up to your sailing class and they're in a whole like uh, sailing captain outfit. Right. Like they've got the wrong impression of your class. Right. right? I would agree. I think I think he see. Well, I don't know if he saw Pierce in this moment, but when he leans back over, I feel like he's like, you're trying too hard. Especially right. after we know more, a little bit more, more about Pierce's uh, experience, which is mm-hmm. a, a, a jet ski, which he lost one person <laughs> off of, of a two-person vessel. Um, so right, I think he saved half of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that that scene is such a great, uh, it, it's such a great example of framing uh, uh, statistics correctly. Uh huh. Uh, Jeff is is like you know he's not talented. Um, oh right, so this isn't actually in pottery class. This is in yeah we're in Spanish. Spanish because my next note says Chang shows up to Spanish with no shirt because he was yes. robbed at the YMCA again. Again, the mm-hmm. the again is the thought here to me of like uh, again again mm-hmm. again 
I have never really been to a YMCA, so I don't know how that all works. I tend to avoid anything in the physical activity sure. uh, realm of activities. Um, Fair enough. I'm more I of a stationary just, activity sort of guy. I did just buy Ring Fit Adventure, as you can see ooh, ooh, on look the at video. That. Look at this video advertisement. Not an advertisement. Um, and I've been doing that physicality, and it hurts. It sucks. It I, mm-hmm. I'm I it I get sweaty every morning, and it sucks. But you you the, gotta do it sometimes. Uh huh. The most active I have been is that the official Portland Naked Bike Ride did get canceled, but they encouraged people to do it solo. Sure. And so, uh, af- after twilight, I. Uh, biked around my neighborhood until I found somewhere to strip naked. And then I biked down like eight blocks and then hastily put my clothes back sure. on. Um, so that was my exercise. Got to hustle. That's and get the most exercise I've gotten this entire quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we all have our own things. We all have our own things. And I do want to point you, you asked, you didn't ask, you just suggested you'd never been to a YMCA before. I actually spent a lot of summers in the YMCA. Okay. Um, so when I went up to, uh, so my father lives in Richmond, uh, Virginia. Surprise, a home of a Christmas Whoa. kiss. Whoa, um, that famous location of a Christmas kiss. Famous location. So I used to go up there and he would he would have work, <laughs> you know, as adults tend to do. Um, and so I would be going to uh, the YMCA Adventure Club or whatever uh, camp or whatever. And we just kind of goof off. And I think our room had a white or an NBA jam console. And then we like go to a, a putt putt course and we putt putt around and then we come back and then my dad would pick me up and then we'd have dinner. So that was kind of cool. That's, that's pretty much it for the YMCA on me though. Okay. I've driven by the, where the YMCA used to be. It is not there anymore. Sad day sad day but there is a there is a uh 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 starbucks in the parking lot that my wife likes to get starbucks at when we're in richmond the famous location of a christmas kiss i wonder if that starbucks <laughs> is in the movie we'll have to watch to find out i would so be back surprised in- because it's it's more of a suburb of richmond but you know uh did anything else happen in this scene because my notes immediately go back to pottery um no not really okay so uh, he does, uh, Pierce does make fun of uh, Jeff for calling something the cat's pajamas. Yes. Because but that's kind of it. Because Jeff is just... I, the, the whole point of this scene is here's Chang without a shirt. And also, Jeff is complaining about Rich. So, late that night, uh, Jeff is in the pottery room. And he is actually trying really hard to make a good pot. Um, and he gets some flashbacks about how his mom is saying that he's the most special little boy in the world, but he fails to make a good pot. Yeah. Also, I love that in the flashback, Jeff is dressed pretty much exactly how you'd expect a kid Jeff to be. Mm-hmm. Just like spiky hair, vest, comfortable, like cool clothes. It was... He's t- he's too cool with his clothes. Uh-huh. Jeff was always too cool. So back in the parking lot, Shirley's actually doing a really good job mm-hmm. at being captain. 
Yeah. She, um, her, her commands are somewhat shaky and she looks back at Professor Slaughter to make sure she's doing, you know, something good, but she she's getting more confidence. Um, I do want to just point out that every time we go back to the sailing class, I do say at the SS nose candy in my notes because okay. I think it's important we keep referring to it as the SS nose candy. A lot of people forget that and it's very A important. Lot. It's very important. Slaughter tells everybody that I don't see students here. I see seamen. I didn't create them. From the moment you climbed aboard, I saw seamen inside you. More importantly, you've stopped giggling at the word seamen. And that's the mark of a real seaman. Sarah actually sat down to watch the entire episode with me. Uh, hey, in a, in a no out-of-context clips for her. And uh, she was definitely giggling at the seaman comments. So, you I've know. I've seen it hundred, uh, like tens of times. I was too. <laughs> it's funny. Uh-huh. Um, it's a funny I word. Think the, I think the only funnier thing than... Uh, referring to uh, people who sail as seamen <laughs> is explicitly trying not to laugh at that, um, which is somehow funnier than even the original. Right. So like just, if it, it, it forms a whole giggle loop where you're just like, now I got to laugh at it. It's right. a whole thing. Shirley takes the control back and uh, gives an order. I couldn't catch it, uh, but it, it, he, uh, he's knocked off by the sail and uh, he's kind of holding on to it. And his hat falls off, and Slaughter says, it's lost to sea. Troy's like, I can reach it. It landed on the Hyundai. I mean, mermaid's car. I used to drive a Hyundai. Um, was it did also you refer to it as a mermaid's car? car? I did not. So funny thing about my Hyundai is that I got it, and then um, my fr- uh, some friends of mine were like, what are you going to name it? And I'm like, I don't really have a name. I don't usually name my cars. And Okay. Then, because the first time they saw it, it was dark, and then the second time they th- saw it, it was light. They're like, "Whoa, your car is like it changed colors." And I'm like, "No, it's just that's how lights light works." <laughs> yeah, light, and that's then they decided they decided because they saw the color wrong the first time, they decided <laughs> to name my car Karma Carmelian. <laughs> And I was like, no, this is not happening. And then for as long as we were, I mean, this was back in college. And so pretty much the entire rest of my college experience, uh, my friends would be like, let's all like, oh, Ben's driving. Let's all get in Karma Carmelian. And I'm like, that's not a thing. This is a distinct possibility. I told this story on Back to the Futurama because screw them, man. You don't don't get to name. You don't get to name someone else's car. I don't bust into the delivery room and I'm like, Mike, Stacy, you just had a baby. I'm going to name it Jarmathy. Not Jarmathy, <laughs> no! <laughs> I just love the idea of, I saw your, your, your car's color wrong the first time, but I'm going to name it as if I didn't. We'll see if you name, if you name the car something that puts guilt on the car you were right the whole time (laughs) i suppose that's fair it's about (laughs) assigning of blame um i do it's almost like if if we did have a child in that uh and and for whatever reason our child came out with a bright crop of red hair and you're like his name's blondie because his hair is blonde and you looked at it later and you're rusty and it's red and you're like Still Blondie. It's like, no. <laughs> First off, you uh-huh. do not have the capability of naming my child. Thank you, friend. But also, you just did a bad job. <laughs> bad job here. 
so anyways, they get a D um, <laughs> because the the whole sailing fiasco, you know, Pierce lost his hat. Um, he and almost fell overboard. off the sail off the board, off the boat. Mm-hmm. It is a whole thing. Back in pottery, Rich is making an entire whole working fountain, uh, complete with a bird on it. That he makes um, bird noises with. It's so cute. And the, the thing that drives me nuts about this fountain is that it does not look like it has been put through the kiln yet, and he's pouring sure. water into it. And that's just going to ruin your whole fountain that you spent hours working sure. on. Yeah, you got to work gotta, a long you gotta time glaze, on that You got to fire that thing, and then you want to glaze it. You want to make it watertight. You're just, you're just going to ruin that pot, my dude. Right. Uh, but this is why he's, he is a beginner, and he's just using it to unwind. So Jeff comes in and he has feigned an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his finger is busted somehow. He's not sure if he like sprained it or whatever. Um, and Rich is like, hey, let me take a look at that. You know, I happen to be a doctor. I just do this to yeah. unwind. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff says that being good at beginner pottery doesn't mean you can heal people. And, and Rich is like, but my medical degree does. I'm a doctor. So I get that he's doing this to unwind, but why is he at a community college doing this? Cheap. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I'm assuming um, he still has uh, some, uh, based on the fact that his, uh, well, he says he hasn't lost a patient in five years. Um, maybe he's only been a doctor for five years, so he might still have a lot of uh, student debt w- uh, because of the American system of uh, Ooh, putting okay. a lot of student that debt. That makes sense. Too real, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that I'm, I'm assuming he does it because he's, uh, he, he wants, he wants to have a way to unwind that doesn't have any alcohol or anything like that. And he just, uh, he just does pottery. Mm-hmm. Okay. Rich is like, yeah, this actually looks fine. Um, it's not strained or broken. Should be great. Don't worry about it. And Jeff is like, Rich has to be a ringer. Mm-hmm. He's just doing this to impress people. Abed points out that he could just say, hi, I'm a doctor. Uh, Jeff says, Rich is crazy and fancy jobs don't impress people. You weren't impressed that I was a lawyer. Well, anyone could be a lawyer. You can even represent yourself. You can't do surgery on yourself. It's illegal. You get arrested. And then you get a free lawyer. I do like Abed's logic, even if I don't agree that that means that anyone can be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is Abed's sort of feeling on like, you know, you can't do surgery on yourself, but you can represent yourself. Right. So, you know, it's it's a very it's a very astute observation by Abed about these two professions that we uh, tend to hold in high regard, right. um, particularly in status and pay. And yeah, he was just like, you can represent yourself. Can't do surgery on yourself. Right. I think there's there's more differences, you know, like I to be honest, I will be honest with you, I am a little bit more uh impressed by a doctor than a lawyer myself uh because I think there is something to be said about conquering the 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 um the the world as it is rather than the world as we have made it. Okay. So like the the world inside of a person, like you are injured, you have you know, we, we know how to make bones regrow by setting them correctly and doing, you know, setting splints and things like that. A lawyer, you, you know, you, you're, 
you are fighting against laws that have been generated over years and years of human interaction where it's more of finding the loophole rather than hard science. Okay. No offense um, to our, our lawyer listeners like Matthew. <laughs> yeah. Although he's in the chat and he says, as a lawyer, I sanction this speech so hard. Abed's speech, not your speech, but you know. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm sure I'm assuming my speech was dumb and, you know, Abed's was better. Rich is like, hey, Jeff, you know, if your finger's still bugging you, get creative. And he he tries throwing a pot uh, using his face. Uh-huh. And for some reason, Professor National Treasure Tony Hale loves this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. OK, I know you're a weird hippy dippy pottery teacher at a community college. But this is how do you hate everything about the movie Ghost and yet be like, He's making a pot with his face. I want to kiss you on the mouth. Well, I think he has first the ghost thing has happened every year or every, you know, semester since the ghost came out. Second, I think he's got a clay fetish. Okay. I could believe that. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, I do question like withdrawn. Yeah, I do like how a- Annie comes over and shares with Jeff and Abed. Rich showed me how to do a flared lip on my pot and also how to check for breast lumps. As if, as if we just needed that pottery and, and doctor pushed it mm-hmm. harder. I mean, both things are important. Um, they are. A flared lip helps you, uh, uh, if you do that on like a cup, it's easier to, uh, to drink from that. Sure. Um, and also, uh, you want to make sure that you are checking for breast lumps so you don't mm-hmm. get breast cancer. Both very important things in mm-hmm. very different ways. Uh, and this is your Good Morning Greendale reminder. Uh, check for those breast lumps. If you uh, feel anything, you should be calling a doctor. Um, we are not medical advice, but it's good to have reminders. Jeff vows that Rich is going to slip up and Jeff is going to be there to expose him. Yes. And then we um, go to the parking lot. Yes. So so that night in the parking lot, uh, Jeff catches up to Rich and he says, you know, thanks for looking at my finger. Um, and he starts just interrogating rich like he it's, is getting it's a rich very the funny back degree. and forth it's a very um, funny back and forth yeah have you taken many pottery classes no this is my first of the year ever no pottery at doctor school medical school pottery school pottery school oh pottery school how long and then jeff notes the new mexican license plate and we find out that rich is from santa fe he did his residency there um and Jeff considers this a clue. Yes. <laughs> In the study room, Jeff has has been there all night. He has been uh, doing copious amounts of research about pottery and New Mexico. And he is also, as Abed puts it, gold blooming, where he's he's starting to get a little bit of that affectation of Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, it, it's it's very funny because it definitely seems like he's he's trying to do that version of it. Um, yeah, he, he, he did some of, some of that research saying no one gets out of Santa Fe without learning how to make a pot. Santa Fe loves its pottery. I don't know if that's totally true, but you know, if you're from Santa Fe and you don't know how to make a pot, let us know. Tweet at Good Greendale. (laughs) Um, I don't think everyone there knows how to make pottery. No, I agree with you. I just think it's a funny line. Uh, Britta's like, who cares if he's pretending to be a beginner? And Jeff's like, pottery cares? Integrity cares? <laughs> yeah, and, and it's important to note, Jeff doesn't care. He cares that Rich cares. 
<laughs> but this isn't this isn't about rich. This is about rich caring. Yeah. You know, that's it's some it's some Jeff Winger uh gold bloom logic. Yeah. He is he is not doing well. Uh Shirley, Pierce, and Troy come in and Shirley and Pierce are fighting about boat shenanigans. Shirley tells him, shape up or ship the hell out. Britta brings su- suggests, didn't you say that kind people are always kind? Shirley's like, strong people change. And then when when Jeff points them, stops everybody by calling them cuckoo birds and suggesting what he's doing is more important, uh, Abed says, college is where most mental health problems are activated. Uh, Troy suggests that he wants to get multiple personalities because he gets bored in long showers. Which, See, feels, which feels like a rough joke. <laughs> yeah, but also I, I totally disagree with it because a long shower <laughs> is the one time you get to truly be alone. Especially here in quarantine times. Like, <laughs> well, I think that depends on your quarantine, to be honest with you. Well, yes. But when you are living with somebody, you know, you right. take you take that extra five minutes because that's the extra five minutes you get for the day. Right. But if you're living alone, you're like, oh, my God, there is nobody here. Why is this happening to me? I just want another person to say hi to. Uh, shout out to friend of the podcast. Emma. That's a rough shout out. Um, it is. It is. But I, I figure she needs the shout out in this uh, this uh, tough time. I do also want to point out that Pierce is like, because Shirley's being kind of hard ass. And Pierce is like, now I know what the C in Captain stands for. And all the the women in the room look shocked. And Pierce is just like, crab apple. <laughs> and I only bring this up because I love the bait and switch joke. Oh, the bait and switch is so good. Where it's like you you know what they were all thinking and he's just like crab apple which is like <laughs> the least offensive thing one person can call another person yeah. it's very good oh uh, we go back to the sss nose candy yes uh-huh absolutely um a storm's a coming you know not just as, a storm. as, as narrated storm right as narrated by uh professor slaughter uh-huh. um a storm's a coming and they're they're you know shirley's shouting out all these orders and in the in the whole thing uh pierce ends up getting knocked off of the boat and when they go to save him shirley's just like like i mean they're doing the whole thing you know they throw out the life preserver they're trying to haul him in and shirley's just like we don't have time and uh they just let the rope go and um and Pierce drowns in the parking lot screaming, no. So yeah, they, they let go of the rope and Pierce pretend quote, unquote, dies drowns. out in the ocean parking lot. And uh, I love how the music is in this scene. It is such a dramatic ordeal yeah. where they're just like, we left Pierce to die. Yeah. And, and Troy is like, what, what in God's name have we done? It's amazing. It's so dramatic. Back in pottery, Jeff is still gold blooming. And, and he's scared. Uh, Abed says it's good for him. He's confronting his own limitations. This is where Jeff catches Rich doing the advanced pottery technique of throwing off the hump. You are busted. I am. You just use the throwing off the hump method. That's an advanced pottery technique. He knows that because he read the entirety encyclopedia of pottery. Jeff is like, you're no beginner, Santa Fe. Throw the, fr- uh, you know, he you threw off the hump, blah, blah, blah. He's he's doing this whole thing. 
And Rich is like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. And this is when Jeff is like, do it. Throw off the freaking hump, imposter. And he gets behind him and he tries to get Rich to do this advanced pottery technique. And uh, pottery, hippy dippy yeah. pottery professor, national treasure, Tony Hale, which is a very long name. Yeah. That's just what it is. Sees this and he's like, no ghosting. Yeah. Abed, Abed, we cut away to Abed for a moment. He's like, it's the hilarious guy on Guy, which is such a funny way of saying it. Um, and uh, Professor uh, Tony Hale's like, there was one rule to follow and points at a picture of Patrick Swayze on the wall with a red <laughs> X on it. And he's like, I made it before he died. It's not in bad taste. I'm like, I still think it's in bad taste if you keep it up. Well, and the... the you could have the poster of the, the, the movie Ghost. You could mm-hmm. do that. Well, and because the, the thing that makes it funny... I mean, you know, funny in the fact that it's a joke about Patrick Swayze dying. Um, <laughs> exactly. Like, it's rough. Patrick Swayze died in, in 2009. So this, like, he had to have died basically, like, while they were writing this episode yeah. and or filming this episode. Like, uh, when was this? What was the air date for this? Uh, I know um, that the last one was in 2010, so... This episode aired in uh, March 18th, 2010. Patrick Swayze died September 14th, 2009. So like this was still just so incredibly fresh. And so, you know, at the time, like, yeah, that was that was fresh. Now, now it's like, okay, well, you know, he's been dead for uh, almost 11 years and you know like i don't find it in particularly poor taste now but yeah at the time it's like whoa holy crap like yeah you you have what hanging up in your pottery classroom yeah I, the red x on it is very is is so wow um but yeah jeff is expelled from the class um, Jeff uses this opportunity to punch Rich's pot as he way out and also sing Unchained Melody by the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> uh-huh. Which I love because he's way off key and reveling in it anyways. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Oh, my love, my darling. he like closes the door and holds it closed so he can keep singing it at the professor who is like going apoplectic it's very funny and i never noticed it before because i've never watched it with subtitles before but according to the subtitles uh professor hippy dippy tony hale says that the music is uh satanic or demonic or something yeah it's very Um, good and yeah it's it's amazing um and like don't get me wrong i went on a whole rant in our last podcast about (laughs) the scene in ghost sure it's it's where the league of jeremy's uh original like ghost jeremy came from yeah ghost jeremy so don't get me wrong i'm like man i've got feelings on this i am not as intense about this (laughs) as uh pottery professor tony hale national yeah. treasure uh as a reminder join our league of jeremy's facebook page run by uh, superfan laura 
Jeff comes up to Pierce, who... Oh, well, it should also be noted, Jeff uh, has failed the class. Professor Tony Hale, National Treasure, yeah. has failed Jeff yes. in a class so easy that people walking by get a contact credit. Right. This is this is from the beginning of the episode when we started talking about the professor knowing how easy this class is. And uh, so he goes and finds Pierce, who is in a like garage somewhere. Yeah, there's like a shed. A little, yeah. Working on a little dinghy. Which sounds like a euphemism for something, but uh, <laughs> Pierce would promise you it's not that little. Anyways, nice. Jeff is looking for the number of the PI that Pierce hired when he thought his mom was having an affair with, uh, I didn't write it down. Ross Perot. Ross Perot. There we go. It's such a wild sentence to say. Um, and so this, yeah. this kind of segues into a conversation with Pierce about Rich. Um, Pierce tells him that Rich just has some national talent that Jeff doesn't have. And apparently that's all over school now. It's just, you know, it's the goss. It's the hot goss. They have a little bit of a, a chat and um, Jeff is like, wait, what are you, why aren't you in class? And they're like, uh, uh, Pierce is like, they drowned me you know, for, for a better grade. Jeff is like, yeah, no, that tracks. I, I, I don't, I, that's an, it, that's an interpretation of what happened, I suppose. I mean, he's, he's not wrong. Um, but, but he, 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 he conveniently left It's an oversimplification. Off. Yes. He conveniently left off the point where he didn't do a thing and he got knocked off the boat. Jeff comes clean about how he's always felt like he was special and he has a hard time when he wants to be good at something, but he sucks. Uh, and P Pierce relates a story about when, when Pierce was born, he had his umbilical cord wrapped around his neck, both arms and one of his ankles and made it through. If he had ever let it being bad at something, stop him. He wouldn't be here. Um, what, what other men call failure Pierce calls living, which also, um, Maybe not the wrists and ankles part, but this this happened to Sarah when she was born. And so now I'm going to start saying that if you give up because you're bad at something, you wouldn't be here. It's a weird way to put it, but you that know, is a weird, it's weird strangely motivational. It, I, it is, but I wouldn't say that to Sarah. <laughs> feels like uh, it feels about <laughs> somehow worse than my shout out, my previous shout out to friend of the podcast, Emma. <laughs> We're getting real dark here in, in Good Morning Greendale <laughs> in quarantine. Yeah. Um, what is time? What is life? What is what is anything anymore? Uh huh. Uh, and today's my last day of PTO. No. That's that's the saddest story ever yeah. told. Anyways, at this, Pierce uh, asks for a little bit of a push, and Jeff pushes him out in this dinghy that he has modified to have wheels. Mm -hmm. And, and um, wishes him luck, to which Pierce says, don't need it. Never had it. Yeah, Matt in the chat is like, right right now I'm hashtag Team Pierce, and it, it feels weird. I'm like, yeah, I get that. I think this is one of Pierce's better moments, like in the yeah. entirety of the show, to be honest. Yeah, agreed. There's, there's nothing <laughs> overtly problematic with what he's saying here. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, it's good advice. Yeah. Um, like he's sticking up for himself. He's telling Jeff to stick up for himself. Yeah. Um, and I, I really do like that sentiment of like, I don't need luck. I never had it. Like, yeah. Although there is a discussion about, you know, being the heir to the Hawthorne wipes throne. Well, of whether yes. or not he actually did have that luck, but that's a different discussion to have. Yes. Uh, he has had some privilege in life as yes. it turns out. 
Either way, we go back to the SS Nose Candy. Uh, Shirley is doing a pretty good job at taming the sea, and then they see Pierce coming back. Starburns says that his life is one big joke. Yeah, Starburns been here the whole time, and we've just kind of glossed over him. Yeah, he doesn't uh, do a whole lot in- until he just completely insults uh, Pierce mm-hmm. in that moment. It doesn't do much of else anything. I just, I also do love the visual of Pierce rowing this dinghy uh, through a parking lot. <laughs> it's such a pretty good phenomenal. One. Uh, he's not doing a great job of it, and because he runs into a sprinkler, and Troy's like, "Pierce is going to be the only person ever to drown in a parking lot twice." Yeah, and so Pierce is taking on water, you know, in a parking lot. So he's not really in that much danger, but right. The, I I love how immediately everything in this whole scene gets epic. The music swells, yeah. and Shirley starts acting like it's truly life or death. Like we're gonna go save Pierce. They they sail by a window in a classroom, and everyone's like, "Whoa, wh- what?" <laughs> yeah, exactly um uh, yeah starburns gets in the uh the towing apparatus whatever it is and starts driving the boat towards pierce um and and because shirley told you know like gave the order and brit is like this is the only a i'm ever gonna get pierce isn't even dying we don't have to do this uh Mm -hmm. and shirley would rather be kind than be a hard ass and turn her back on a friend which you know based on how shirley and pierce tend to interact Friend seems uh, an interesting choice of words, but that's fine. Yeah, but you know, this is also, I think, truer to Shirley than that's true. She was in the the early parts, um, so she's come around, and I I like that. That's um, fair. Uh, they do successfully rescue Pierce, and Slaughter's like, "You just steered your ship into the storm." Uh, any last words? And Shirley says, "The sea is cold and unforgiving, but I'm not. If the ship goes down, it goes down with honor." And Slaughter takes her captain's hat and promotes her to Admiral and gives everybody an A. Yeah. And Shirley's like, I do. I love the sound of that. Admiral Bennett. Uh, And Slaughter's like, you know, don't make too much of a big deal about it. Class is over. This means nothing. Yeah. This means nothing. (laughs) You do deserve it, though, which is very Uh funny. Um, And then Pierce is like, oh, but nobody's done this yet. And Slaughter has a rule against the Titanic uh, reference. The king of the world's. At the, uh-huh. the front of the boat. A thing that you get now. I get because, it now. I uh-huh. understand it from, from, from the Patreon. And uh-huh. soon we can understand so, a Christmas kiss. Exactly. So... Um, $80 on Patreon. $80, you say? I don't know. Because we're, no we're pretty close to that. <laughs> uh, a, a number to be named later. I, I do like that sentiment of like this means nothing but you deserve it because i feel like that's a lot of what college was for me so (laughs) just we are closer to 80 than i thought yes yeah yeah maybe not 80 Mm -hmm. back in pottery uh jeff comes back and he tells rich uh, i'm not going to spoon you again which rich appreciates jeff apologizes and uh he's actually really humble about it he's like you know, I'm I'm bad at pottery, but like, uh, you know, I'm I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna yep. try. I'm an amateur pottery enthusiast, working as hard as I can at something that I suck at. And the professor says I could stay if there weren't any additional ghost bursts, which is such a great great sentence. We get another flashback uh, audio clip of Jeff's mom, who says, uh, "Jeff, you're a normal person." And there's nothing special about you. There will be a couple of things you're really good at, but you'll be bad at a lot more of them. 
And um, uh, his mom also says, it's really crappy of me f- so, to wait so long to say that, and that it was only in your imagination. Sorry, kind of a sloppy mom. Uh, Jeff says, that's okay, mom. <laughs> um, and Annie's like, I'm I'm still scared. I yeah. do like uh, Rich, before this, this flashback, Rich does tell Jeff good luck, and he reflects Pierce and saying, don't need it. I do love that sort of meta moment of Jeff responding to his own imagination flashback yeah because that's a thing that happens in tv all the time and everyone around that person is just like not gonna not even gonna acknowledge that but annie being like i'm still scared yeah it's choice uh and this is when we go see rich and he's hearing his own inner monologue of his mother who is very critical of him because his deceased brother should have it should have been you rich on that roller coaster it should have been you it gets so weirdly dark at the end where it's just like you know why are you doing pottery you need to try harder as a doctor it should have been you on that roller coaster richard not your brother (laughs) It was supposed to be you. And I'm just, it comes out of nowhere and it is wild. It's hilarious. It's such a dark. weird way to end an episode. It's what a, what a dissonant way to end this episode. And I love it. Cause it's been such a goofy kind of like light, like the boating <laughs> thing is goofy. The pottery stuff is kind of goofy. Although Jeff has got his own inner demons and then just like, it just <laughs> comes it like closes in on his face as he's making like this this like determined angry face it's so so what a it, it's such a magical end of this because it's well done too if it wasn't well done it wouldn't be great but this is it's just so great uh-huh uh so we get a comparatively anticlimactic tag of basically just chang's back at the ymca and his stuff got stolen again and he heads out uh, wearing his helmet to uh, go get on his his moped and like yeah because that's the only thing left and like that's pretty much the tag and yeah. like it's kind of funny because it is is Chang acting in that like he's so often over the top that mm-hmm. he, now that he's he's playing like under the the scene it's very funny to me um, but yeah it's it's not much of it's. But I think the tags are great when they're not a whole lot. When they're just like, this is a funny thing to do. Let's just mm-hmm. do that. And it's it's a it's a weird not Troy and Abed tag, which uh, you don't see very often. Yeah, you, um, mostly they're Troy and Abed. So. Mm-hmm. That is the end of the episode. And that means that it is time for... Graves. I think this episode is is one it's it's certainly so far it's I think it's great. Um it everything comes together in such a wonderful way. Everybody's interactions are 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 understandable in how they're reacting to things. Um you know, I think I think you know even to your point earlier Pierce is is actually a pretty good person in this episode. Like he actually mm-hmm. gets it kind of sometimes. You know, like, you know, I I think that the there is interest to me of having these different classes going on in these two different ways, um, having the you know the team split up and how they are reacting to each other. Um, it, it it there's there's a ton of funny jokes. There's a gift that comes out of it with Annie's phallic face. <laughs> uh huh. Um, we've got so many great like guest characters with Tony Hale with Lee Majors. 
it's it's just a really funny, good, well put together episode. On I mean, it's it's certainly not we're not in the meta territory quite yet, where they all know that they're in a TV show and that's fine. But mm-hmm. for the pre-meta, this is pretty pretty great. I'm gonna give it an A. Okay. Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, with basically everything you said, um, it's a lot of fun because you get a comparatively normal storyline about Jeff being in a pottery class and him having a bit of an ego, even if it goes off to some pretty weird places. I mean, he gold blooms and we find out that Rich has a tragic backstory in the last 12 seconds of the episode, (laughs) but then you get this weird, like, bizarre storyline about a sailing class in a parking lot in a community college in the middle of Colorado. Um, it is phenomenal. Um, and, I and like, yet, I would say that it's still somehow believable is the yes. best part. It's we're not still like, in, we're, we're still in pretty believable community territory. Um, but it is pretty outlandish. The fact that the, you know, the the sailing scenes are treated with such importance and grandeur yeah. and uh, the the epic music and like, you know, all of this stuff. Um, I love that. Um, it is again, it's sort of pushing community more towards this more meta side uh, while still being pretty grounded. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, it is. It's nice to see the good moments of Pierce because you know, I I won't spoil anything um, too badly, but there are some times uh, later on where it's like, why do you even keep Pierce around? Right. And it's nice to have those moments like this where it's like, Oh yeah, Pierce, you know, he has these, these, these moments. Right. Uh, I, I love that Tony Hale is um, obsessed with hating that scene in ghost because again, (laughs) like, I went on a whole rant about it and back to the Futurama because I too have feelings about how that would ruin one's pottery and how it's not romantic. So yeah, I have, I have nothing bad to say about this episode. It's a great episode. It definitely gets an A from me. We would like to know what you think about this episode, about uh, whether or not uh, ghosting is good, even with the hilarious guy on guy. Uh, We want to know, um, what else did we even talk about in this episode? It went some places. It did. Uh, what do you think of the name Jarmuthy? Exactly. Um, would you ever let another human being name your car or child? Uh, w- on the <laughs> on the classical binary, where do you find yourself? Pottery or sailing? Mm-hmm. That classic binary. Mm-hmm. The only thing that there is a binary of. Everything else, not a binary, but you know. Uh-huh. We would like to know all these things and more. If you would like to talk to us uh, about community or about anything else we have mentioned on this episode, you can do that a lot of ways. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Good Greendale. Uh, you can also find our website, goodmorninggreendale.com, where you can find links to the show and our Patreon um, oh yeah, Christmas kisses. We went on a whole thing about. Oh that. yes, we did about Richmond, Virginia. How, being how did I of, forget I about know. that? 
Let us know what you think about the the amazing Christmas movie, Christmas Kisses, filmed famously in Richmond, Virginia. Um, and whether or not you want us to cover it as we did Titanic. Uh, but yes, we uh, you can find on goodmorninggreendale.com a link to our Patreon where uh, today's episode was live streamed to uh, $5 and up Patreon patrons. And uh, so we had a couple of people here in the chat today um and uh it was a lot of fun doing that so you can see us live you can see us talk because we're on video now yeah, since we're all you can see our faces and put them to uh voices and from earlier somebody did say that it was trippy so uh-huh you know because it's we're always not... it's always weird voice the owners of sure. voices never look like you expect them to look it's like. true yeah so yeah you can find all that and more at goodmorninggreendale.com. And I think that's going to do it for us today. I want to thank you again, all of you, for coming to the end of this journey. Uh, We really love you, uh, and we know we do ridiculous nonsense, so the fact that you come to these and come to the end of these and actually like us is is really cool. So we we love you very much, and I know it's, you know, it's the time, so let's do what we can. Yep. That was that kind of petered out at the end there. I got sad about the quarantine. So until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.